0: Welcome everybody to grief to gratefulness, episode number four. How y'all doing? Monday night. Yes. You made it through another weekend.
1: Another weekend. Was Survived. It
0: a, was it an interesting weekend for you?
1: I had a good weekend. Yeah, it wasn't a bad weekend.
0: Did you learn anything new?
1: Let's see. Um no. No? No. Not a I mean I might have. I probably did. I just don't know what it was.
0: I think I might have sang it didn't a new karaoke stick. song. Where'd I, you go? Roosters. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah. That's fun. I know. What'd you sing?
0: I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, it's a good celebration, well, There's there's so many things that I do sing that I can't... I get there and I can't think of what I want to sing, so... Generally, I'll ask the DJ, hey, what do you want me to sing? What yeah. do you think I should sing?
1: Oh, that's good. And
0: sometimes they know my voice well enough yeah. that they say, you should sing this. I'm like, okay, I know that song. I've never tried it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I know what I sang. Jar of Hearts. So who do you think you are? Running around leaving scars. Oh, yeah. Collecting your jar of hearts.
1: I've heard of that, that one. one. That's a nice so, song. So,
0: yeah, it came out. It, it, it was pretty good. Yeah. De- decent for the first try
1: good yeah well congratulations on finding a new song
0: yeah
2: <laughs>
1: yeah so
0: on to our topic yeah so yeah l- uh, last episode was kind of funny i didn't remember <laughs> yes yeah, you funny. listen to it on the ride when over you, when you listen to it and you go oh yeah but it does give you ideas for the next topics or what you want to finish up. So I hope that everybody's really enjoying it. And if you're not, tell us, or if there's something that you want us to elaborate on or talk about, let us know, please. Any,
1: any and all feedback is definitely welcome. I list, I looked at the numbers, podcast numbers for, uh, I iTunes. No, it's not iTunes. It's Apple podcasts. Um, haven't really come out yet. But we've had like a hundred listens, good. right around there. So good. I'm I'm happy about that. I think and people do. people are listening for most of the podcast, which is nice.
0: Oh man, we're not getting maybe going down those rabbit holes. Not so bad.
1: <laughs> it could be. Yeah, keeps it interesting. Got to keep you on your toes. Definitely. Yeah we uh we're getting a, a good average length of listen, which is nice. So uh, yeah. I just, uh, I can't wait to start hearing from people letting us know how, how this is working for you, if it's helping or if it's giving you any kind of, a a feeling, I guess.
0: Maybe helping you get to a doctor or get some counseling, talk to somebody, uh, just as Ryan showed me on yeah. this video, of some uh, oh yeah, banging out not that kind of banging out, but <laughs> go to a room and bash things around. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, he mentioned it, and I said, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm not really kind of that kind of person. But once I seen, it, I go, maybe I need to sign up for that.
1: Yeah, it's worth a try.
0: Definitely, I think yeah. I could take some aggression out on some watermelons or something.
1: Oh, but I'd rather eat a watermelon.
0: I'd like to shoot it or blow it up and then eat it,
1: maybe. (laughs) I don't think you want to eat it after you send a bunch of bullets through it. And definitely not not if you use a firecracker on it.
0: Shred metal on my belly. Bell. Belly. (laughs) That'll be. It's my new word.
1: I'm not editing this. I'm keeping this in. That's okay. Yeah. So do you want to repeat? That's what makes
0: us good. (laughs) That'll be. That'll be. That's my word. Okay. I don't
1: know what it means.
0: going to be in Melissa Dictionary.
1: The militia Dictionary?
0: Dictionary. Good. Say that five
1: times. (laughs) So uh, yeah I'm not I'm not I I don't like to break stuff. I I'm I'm probably not cut out for that because it would I would feel bad. I broke a wine glass today. I was not happy about that.
0: That brings up something. Yeah? Yeah you know Mm -hmm. last week and I had talked on the podcast about how i had the girls for my daughter's 13th birthday
2: yeah
0: and it was surreal seeing them in this different environment of kind of sadness and right and depression because of not being around their friends and i think just being lonely and laney's best friend had accidentally broke a Juice bottle, a glass juice That's bottle. Right. Yeah, you told me and about that. And she was crying, and I said, "Baby girl, it's just material. It's just a drink. Yeah, we can go buy another one. It's not a big deal." Yeah. But I broke it, and I got her blanket wet. I go, "Well, it washes. <laughs> we can take it home, put it in the in the wash. It's good." Yeah. I said, "Honey, there's so much bigger things." Yeah, there you always are. You didn't hurt nobody know, her person, yeah, you broke something. It's not that big of a deal.
1: You know that uh, that actually brings up something that I experienced. Like, I used to when Stephanie was in the hospital, and for for years before that, she was sick, and and it was um, quite a lot of stuff to deal with. And I was going through some medical conditions myself. And uh, I would sort of blow up emotionally and yell and scream I and
0: caregiver
1: stress. Is that a thing? Absolutely. <laughs> I have to even ask that. Absolutely. Of course, it's a thing. Um, and uh, and almost immediately after she passed away, I don't remember what it was because I let it go. But I remember that it happened. And, and i remember people were were like are you okay and I'm like everything's fine everything's fine because nothing matters now and i don't mean that like it, in in a defeatist sort of nihilism it. way it was just there's there's nothing as important as the person i just lost in my life so getting upset over anything less than the death of her absolutely just doesn't make any sense now i've i'm not Exactly like that anymore, but there's still a bit of that that's but left. But you
0: opened your eyes to a different place.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It 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 makes you a different person.
1: It does. It really does.
0: And, I, and that's what I tried to explain to people after I would lost my son. Is it really open? It mended relationships that I had that were broken. Yeah. And with my best friend, I she called me and she said, "I don't, I don't know if you want me to be there." Yeah. But you know. He was like my son, and I said, Absolutely I want you to be there, and none of that matters anymore. Right. Once you've experienced that close of a death and a loss, you just see the bigger picture of nothing else is that important. Right. Those miniscule minuscule little stupid things that you get mad about or you fight <laughs> about are just so dumb and you go, I can't yeah. even believe I got mad at
1: People out. pulling out in front of me in traffic. I yeah. mean, it used to be the to the point where I would follow them for right. a, the rest of my day just to make them
0: <laughs> threaten your own life, so right. a trash at you. It's okay. Yeah.
1: Or I'd yell at them, or you know, flip the bird, or whatever, and and be furious for hours mm-hmm. afterwards, or 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 something at work that would just that would that would get to me, and then I would I would be so angry that I didn't I, I would just see red. I had a very, very bad temper. It was extremely unhealthy. And, um, yeah, now it's like. Were you like,
0: always like that? Or were you just like that? Well,
1: I inherited that. I mean, that was. Yeah, okay. That I, was there's a, there's say, a, I didn't
0: know if that was like. <laughs> I know Stephanie had been sick from the day you met her. Yeah. She had been fighting and right. battling right. things that she had gone through. And she was she was a fighter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she fought for a very long time.
2: Very long time.
1: And there was a stretch there where we thought things were going to be good, but uh, yeah, it didn't work out that way. But yeah, I have a, a familial kind of fury. My father is uh, well; he's better now, mostly. Age
0: usually does that
1: to Yeah, He's mellowed a bit. out a little bit, but uh, well, at, at my part of my problem was actually low testosterone. Well, yeah.
0: Well, that can be, that can cause depression. Yep. Yeah. It can cause a lot of mental health problems. Yeah. And I have witnessed that firsthand with yeah. my late fiance when he had low testosterone
2: mm-hmm.
0: and battled to be able to get that to the right levels. Yeah. Because the doctor didn't want to prescribe anything because his hemoglobin was too high. He needed to go and donate some blood. Oh, That's geez. all he needed to do. <laughs> Um, so they let the poor guy be depressed. Yeah, it was horrible. And he already had depression issues, deep rooted that I didn't really understand the depths of. Right. And then, uh, you know, and that's why I say to everybody, really, as a nurse, I'm going to say this, find a, like a PCP, a primary care provider that you Mm -hmm. go to once a year, getting your labs drawn once a year and getting that regular panel done is so important because, that blood work tells them everything. It mm-hmm. tells them if you're okay. Yeah, it, it shows them if there's something off in your system. If your testosterone, once men are over forty, we we automatically start testing their yeah. testosterone, mm-hmm. which men should be very grateful for because when we put them on something and get it back, they go, "Oh, well."
1: There's a huge stigma. Yeah. I have i I have friends who need it who won't even talk about it and every other friend of mine who's right in my age group, I'm, I'm 47, I'll be 48 in a couple of months. Um, and I've had testosterone replacement therapy for, for a few years now. Um, everyone who I've talked to who's been on testosterone, uh, replacement in some form or fashion, it's been a lifesaver, a life changer. Um, and I, I'm not saying you need to go out and get your, get your, prescription I, I'm, I'm not an advocate Go, of taking bucket. drugs just for drugs but Go like melissa said and... get your labs find out what your numbers are yep. um and if you're if you're a man and you're listening to this and you've suffered loss you're already in a vulnerable spot and having your hormones out of whack exacerbates any pain that you're going through um it makes things more difficult. It makes it so that it's very hard to deal rationally. I mean, we we have a, a hormone that's been coursing through our veins for twenty five or thirty five years, and our when,
0: and the women love it when it's at a good level. Yeah. So, Hey, <laughs> hey. But go get that check.
1: But beyond that, and that's a a valid and valuable point you make. But beyond that, you know, once we once we reach a certain age and our and our hormones start to change. Uh, just like when you were 13, 14 years old and all of a sudden you were getting these big surges of testosterone and you didn't know how to handle it, you know, and
0: And your mom has to pay for $400 worth of porn (laughs) that they don't pay back.
1: Well, that wasn't my case, but (laughs) I know you're a mother uh, with a teenage boy. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, the, the, the hormonal changes uh, are very important. Make sure that you're healthy. Make sure that you're taken care of so that you can reasonably and intelligently and rationally get through the pain that you're going through. Anyway, I guess that's all I'm – I'm, I'm off my yeah. soapbox now.
0: <laughs> well, it is important, and I hope that everybody really does listen to that because getting checked once a year, getting your annual done – Is going to prevent so many things that are ridiculous when you think back of and think that could have been easily handled and they just let it go. Oh, yeah. So it's really easy. Yep. You can handle one little stick of blood, you know, a couple of them, but one little poke. Definitely. Yeah. It's not
1: a a big deal. Got it. Easy blood draw. I get dizzy when they draw blood. I (laughs) I didn't, I didn't used to. That's your brain. I didn't used to um and then something I don't know what it was well I had a very hard blood draw one time I think they were she stabbing was stabbing in there Yeah she was using an actual Makita Ugh. power drill I think <laughs> it was terrible there was blood everywhere it was very bad
0: uh, I don't dig and uh, if I can't get it I don't dig Yeah That's she
1: gross. I wish she had taken just that out. same class but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah after that
0: It's called common
1: sense After that I just look away because people have asked me like okay i'm gonna go ahead and stick you now. i,
0: I look away i am mean i look away i don't watch yeah. my blood being the essence
1: Sometimes. of your like life right. the essence of your life draining out of your body in a in a river filling Whatever. up this giant um, vial and yeah i know yeah, hyperbole it comes great. naturally to it. me <laughs> well uh let's see oh this other topic i want to do this one here um this second one, that it's. I don't want to do it first. I want to do it second. Other people not letting you move forward. We have talked about that a little bit, and you've got some experience with that. I, I don't have that personally to the same extent that no, you've had and it.
0: Probably because you moved to a different state where people didn't know right. her, and you weren't hanging out at places. So yes. Courtney and I hang out in a couple places that. You know, we really got to know people and they were family, good friends. Mm -hmm. Some of them knew him better and I introduced him and I introduced him to the place. But that's who he was. He was, he was a social butterfly too. Usually only after he had a few beers in him, but he was a great social (laughs) butterfly and he was just a big teddy bear and people loved him. Yeah. So the biggest thing is, you know. What upsets me is that person's already going through enough because they've lost that person. Then you go into a place and you're ready to move forward and you want to go to your comfortable place right. and take a new person there. Well, I've had an experience where I can't even go in that place anymore. Because really? they have made it so uncomfortable for me and that person. They're actively like trying oh, they're to... they're actively like trying to like... Start fights.
1: Wow. That's. And it's
0: like, I, 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 and I've said to them, I understand. And I said this privately when that person was not there. Right. I said, I understand that you knew him and that you have respect for him, but do not affect, you know, you, you doing that is disrespecting me and he wouldn't want you to do that either. Right. Besides the fact that you didn't say five words to me until this. (laughs) So what are you doing? Yeah. So it's really uncomfortable for me. There's just
1: more people sticking their nose in other people's business. I've
0: had to find new places to go. Places that I don't... I'm like, let's just go somewhere. I don't know. We don't know anybody. Yeah. Because people want to just destroy something good. Mm. If they see any kind of happiness, shame on you. Right. And that's really sad. Because... You really should be happy for that person because you know what it takes to try to get out there and do that. Yeah. And to give that a
2: shot.
1: Yeah. Well, it's you have a lot of self doubt. Yeah. There's a lot of. Oh, sorry, buddy. Don't step under my feet. <laughs> I quit walking around. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
0: So that. Yeah. That... I... <laughs> sorry
1: going to have to edit that. Uh edit that the, my my, well. my my dog beating. Yes. He's a kind of a uh wimp.
0: Yeah, I have to say that the places that I'm talking about are known to be maybe a little bit rougher
1: hanging are, in those biker bars.
0: Well I mean, for me, they, they weren't. <laughs> I, I guess I like that little bit of adventure. I don't know. But for me, they were always comfortable. And yeah, yeah. I was shown those places by friends. So... Right. I was comfortable there. But that comfortability soon turned into very much uncomfortability when I was ready to move forward. Yeah. Which is really crappy. And I wish I could under- make these people understand... That that's so just it's it's not a nice thing to do and
1: well it's just none of their business
0: no it's not it's like what are you trying to prove yeah and these are married men yeah so it's not like they're trying to
1: they're working you I don't I don't think
0: but it's like why and so now that person can't even go there for pool league or you know whatever and. That makes me feel bad because now I've disrupted their life.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, you shouldn't feel bad about it. I mean, that's, it's not your fault at all. Um, you are entitled to have a life, and you don't owe these. I mean, let's say it like it is: these strangers. You don't owe them anything. No,
0: no, they don't know me. Yeah. And that's what I said. You, you don't know me, and you don't know this person. Right.
1: Um, and then as we've also talked about, there's no schedule on which you should be living your life with regards to moving forward. Forward.
0: I think be happy for that person. Right. Whenever I see somebody on a grief group that has found somebody, I'm like, you know what? That gives me hope. I'm so happy for
1: you. Yeah.
2: Good for you.
1: It's, it's hard to, it's hard to even open yourself up to that possibility. And, and it is a a nice thing when you find somebody that you can connect with uh, because for however long we were with our person, that was the only one that we were going to connect with. That was, that was the plan. You know, that was.
0: And when it's done you in that beginning, you can't even fathom the idea of talking to somebody else or that there's going to ever be anybody else that, you're going to be interested in so when that moment happens i know for me it was really shocking Hmm. i was like
1: surprised
0: oh wow a
1: feeling that you haven't felt in a little while like
0: i think somebody's actually kind of good looking and
1: interesting (laughs) wow
0: i didn't think that was possible
1: because before that everybody was stupid
0: i was thinking about going to the nunhood i didn't know yeah
1: yeah yeah i for many years i said that uh as a joke, a sick, twisted joke, I guess, but a joke at the time. Like, it was if Stephanie decided to divorce me, you're
0: gonna to go to minister. I'm gonna
1: be a minister, a priest. Yeah, okay.
0: Ministers uh, can a priest. Yeah, to no, no, priest.
1: no. Yeah, I was going for the full, full, the full boat. Monte. Yeah, the other way uh, though. Vow of celibacy and all that.
0: My stepdad actually said that before I met Courtney. He goes, you should just become a nun because just obviously you just are not doing well. And I'm like, oh, thanks. That gives me so much hope. Uh, Oh, wow. So, you know, that thought went through my head after he passed away. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to find anybody ever again. Yeah. And then you see the ones that don't make it. Right. And some of them you watch and you listen and you know that there's red flags and they know that there's red flags. And then there's that whole thing of falling into relationships that are maybe a little unhealthy, Hmm. but it's what they know. Well, what they relate to. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to tell somebody what to do when it comes to their love life or who to fall for because you can't no you kind of got to watch him fall.
1: And we, we sort of, I think we've talked about it. I don't know if we talked about it on a podcast, but I know that we've talked about the tendency to look past any of the I don't want to say negative things the bad things I don't want to use that terminology but with your I, person with your person oh, yeah,
0: because those imperfections are perfect for us
1: right uh, and even if they weren't yeah. you know we're looking back at it with
0: you know rose
1: tinted glasses and... so
0: I, I've dated some yeah. since Courtney and there's some that I'm just like yeah, you no, know, there's too many annoying things I can't <laughs> do it and it, it, it when it's the right person you don't find all those annoying yeah. things those annoying things things are just kind of funny you just kind of laugh it off or you just get used to it It doesn't bother you right but if it's the wrong person it really bothers you yeah you're like yeah i can't do this no and you know so (laughs) i as much as it may hurt some people who get really you know attached attached yes and maybe i still have a little bit of a a wall i'm sure i probably do yeah I'm not going to I'm not going to sell myself short. I'm not going to try to make myself want to be with somebody. Right. And if I feel like it's not right, I'm not going to continue it because I don't think it's fair for either person.
1: Yeah. That's that's good. That's yeah. responsible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. No, but I'm you but account. but it's it's fine and it's healthy and it's natural to get back out there and start uh
0: it's better to have loved than to never have loved at all
1: well and I, yes and that's actually <laughs> because i'm um because i'm a, a social person i joined a social group for singles and they have uh a lot of facebook activity and there tends to be because the the widow world doesn't really have
0: an active dating da- <laughs> life yeah it
1: does uh you end up in a in a singles group with a lot of divorced people and there and oh my god there are so many
0: it's so much drama there's some i just had to leave i'm like i, I can't do this i
2: can't yeah the, you, well there's a lot that. of
1: people who are dinged and dented and bashed up and yeah. And they've, you know, gone through a lot emotionally and some of them physically, sadly. Um, but there's a lot of bitterness and anger and, and it's very, it's it's sort of challenging to, to interact with them because we don't wear a shirt that says dead spouse
0: uh, or <laughs> a hat. Should, a hat would should, probably. We should make some
1: of them. Y- maybe.
0: My person's dead. I'll check,
1: I'll check on Etsy <laughs> and see if it's already there. But uh, oh, but you, you end up in, in in a social situation and and the discussion will come up about like why they're single oh because all men slash women are horrible and my man slash woman was a cheater and oh yeah they're terrible and then they look me at
0: PTSD and counseling <laughs> and now I'm gonna take half your everything
1: <laughs> and then they look at you and they're like uh, uh, why don't you hate the other sex like oh because I had. Basically, nothing but a good experience for the last relationship,
0: and that that goes into that topic of you don't remember the bad. You don't. You you don't remember the the bad. Yeah. I mean, you if you really thought about it and wanted to, but why would you? Don't dwell on it. Yeah. You don't want to think about. You want to honor that person. You're kind of bring. Think about the fights or the little battles you had. You're gonna remember the good things, and it's crazy. Um. Speaking of,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if I talked about this last time, I don't think I did, that I have a, a friend of mine who, she has been battling cancer for quite a long time, and her ex-husband had passed.
1: You did tell me about think, this, yeah. And she,
0: uh, I knew when he was going to go that she was going to have a hard time, and I, I told her that, and she said, mm-hmm. oh, no. I can't stand that man. He was horrible to me.
1: Yeah, he was the father of her children and She
0: had three kids with him. Yeah. She was with him for a long time and big part of her life. Recently passed away and it it kinda of threw her for a loop. And she called me and she was a mess. Yeah. And I you know, I had to talk her through that and say, This is very normal. This is I have other people on my page that are not per se widowed because she said, "What am I? Am I a widow?" I said, "Well, technically, no, but you have the feelings of a widow." Yeah. And and that alone is really what we're there for is is to talk to people about how we're feeling.
1: Yeah. Oops, I just. So
0: she your was right having stand. these emotions that she couldn't quite understand, and I was trying to explain to her that man was a big piece of your life, and she goes, "Well, I can't believe I'm just." the song came on and it was our song and I picked up his ashes and I, cause I begged the boys to let me have some of his ashes, Mm. the grown boys. Yeah. She said, I picked up his ashes and I started dancing with him and I just bawled like a big baby because I thought how sweet. And he would have loved that because he had dementia. He had real late stage dementia when I met him and I, took care of him one night when she was going to her granddaughter's dance class mm. and he'd been dropped off at her house. And she's like, look, he's not mine. I'm not even married to him anymore. So we didn't pay the bill.
2: Oh, so geez.
0: I, I said, go ahead and bring him over. Uh, I'll take care of him while you go. Yeah. And I realized really quickly that he was late stage dementia because she goes, I can't get him to eat anything. I go, well, what are you doing? She goes well. I ask him if he wants this, and he wants that, and he can't. He doesn't know what they... he wants. And yeah, I well, I she's an RN too, and I love her to pieces. Yeah. But
1: well, when you're close I, to I, I, it,
0: you're close to it, and, I, and yeah. she, I don't think she ever really worked in that kind of field. She worked in um, postpartum, right, That's for life, yeah. and babies, and, and birthing moms. So and, the other end of yeah, yeah. And I worked, I've worked in the other part for mm, a very long time. Right. So. I didn't ask him what he wanted. I just gave him some food and
1: told him it's time to eat. I said,
0: okay, it's time <laughs> to go potty. And I took him to the bathroom. Yeah. And, and when they came and said, he's, he's late stage dementia. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if you realize that, but he needs 24 hour care. Or he needs a memory unit. Yeah. And it's really hard for people to accept that. And they feel like they're abandoning them because they don't want to put him somewhere. Well, it's it's kind of unsafe not to because they need twenty four hour supervision and we need to sleep. Yeah. And when you're in a place that's twenty four hour supervision, yeah, people who are awake.
1: Oh, he goes and wanders when right. when you're asleep. Right. They <laughs> it, escape. Lights the uh, pain uh, lights the yards. stove. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, go takes dump in the neighbor's yard. And, oh. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. I've seen some crazy things. I, <laughs> I can tell some stories.
1: Please don't. You know, I don't. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. Yeah. And it
0: was before I was a nurse, but I, you know, the realization and seeing her go through that was, was hard. So that's a, another part of the spectrum of, of losing somebody, not even when you're married or when right. you are together. It's that person that you've had kids with or had a relationship with for years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say she's certainly entitled to grieve for a while on that one. I mean, that's. Um, I
0: don't
1: do know. Do we what have that, a ghost? I think we have a ghost.
0: Did my ghost come here? I think
1: she's right there, the little.
0: Were you knocking on something? She,
1: yeah, she was probably jumping up on the kitchen table looking for that's snacks. That's very
0: nice. You made me think it was a window knocker.
1: <laughs> Get down. <laughs> I
0: still have a window knocker. Two and a half years now. Yeah? I have a very active house.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
0: But I think somebody tightened a little piece up on my uh, china cabinet so that door doesn't come open since I put the camera on it.
1: Oh, interesting. hmm Okay. Well, um, oh, one other thing I, I wanted to add uh about the um, people not letting you move on. Um Stephanie and I actually had a lot of conversations about this before she passed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, and it wasn't in regards to me. It was her. Her wishes? Her aunt. No, no. Her, oh. her aunt. Okay. Had um, uh, her husband had passed away only maybe six months to a year after I got into Stephanie's life. And I met him, and he was a wonderful guy, super, super amazing person, very nice, sweetheart of a man. And uh, he got very sick very quickly and and passed away. And um, her aunt um, was alone for a number of years I think probably five or six years
2: after he passed. After
1: he passed. And uh, and then she met somebody, a very very nice guy. How old was she? <sighs> Late sixties, maybe yeah. sixty eight.
0: I definitely think age makes a huge difference on yeah when we date again. Yeah, I and think how you're ready right. we are.
1: Yeah, and um, she she met a guy, uh, very nice guy treats her super well uh they dated for a few years and then decided to get married so they All were right. then engaged for a few years mm-hmm. and her daughter was furious was just like how dare you disrespect my father and how old is she oh 40 something no <laughs> Darn it. she's not worth it mm. but well Steph had had words with her She's like yeah. your your mom deserves happiness
0: and that's one thing that i always say is kids have no that's okay they have no that may be your mom and your dad but you don't have any business being in their business when it comes to right them being together being in love in their relationship their relationship came before you Mm -hmm. and it may end after you yeah but it's still none of your business right you know, your, their love for you is nothing about the relationship between each other. There's
1: just this misunderstanding that people have a finite bucket of love. Yeah. And that you can't possibly share it with anybody but the person it was allotted for. And that's bull. I mean, yeah. sorry. That's...
0: I, my favorite saying is you definitely, you can grieve and love in the same breath.
1: mm that is very true. That is very true. All right. Um. Uh, let's see. What's our other topic? Um. That we we sort of blended the two first ones. We did
0: blend. Um. So which there's is a, good. A, there were some things that I was reading on uh, a site. A lot of people were asking about how they felt about being uh, widowed after so many years of caregiving. Yeah. Um. Their sick, you know, spouse partner. And is it a relief? Do you feel guilty? You do you feel guilty that you don't have to take care of them because that connection of just being husband and wife has been pulled from them, and they become a caregiver? Yeah. And I see it a lot in the work that I do. Mm-hmm. I don't think that people know how much is out there and how what you know what what help is out there, right? And so there's a lot that people can do to be able to have that person at home and be able to be with them even if they're sick and get the help in the home.
1: An in-home caregiver. Yeah, and
0: that way they can still be that spouse without having to wear the hat, wear that caregiver hat right. all the time. Because you still need to be able to keep that relationship. Yeah. And not be their caregiver all the time because it does ruin that feeling.
1: It is, it is difficult. I know that. I know that you see it, but I know that you didn't go through it in that stage.
2: No.
1: But um I I did. It was a very difficult thing to deal with with anger towards Stephanie. Like I was there were days that I was very mad mm-hmm. at her. Yeah. Like, well, why can't you just get up and change the bed sheets yourself? And um, I mean, it's still it's a knife that twists in my heart every time I, every time I look into that. And don't because well, it's but it's, but it's, I got it.
0: But as a, as what I see and mm-hmm. how many times I've seen it, it's called caregiver stress. It's 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 very normal. Yeah. And when I have had people who've yelled at me and been very nasty to yeah. me and mean to me, I'll talk to the provider. You know, and they're, like, they have some major caregiver stress. So, just be really kind. Cut them a little
1: slack, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. be very
0: kind. And sometimes it's really hard, but I then remember, you know, back when I used to go see patients in their homes and their caregivers, Mm. I had a lady so mean. She was so mean. I wanted to run out of the house so bad. I just kept looking at her thinking, I just want to smack you.
2: You're so mean. (laughs) And I
0: finally just... You know, this is before I I had all my losses. Yeah. And I think I just lost my, I lost my mom. I had not lost my son, my father and, and Courtney yet. And I was like, oh, she's just really stressed. Yeah. And she'd been yelling at me and telling me what crap we were the whole time. And I was walking, heading toward the door and I turned around and I said, can I give you a hug? And she just looked at me. Wow! I said, "Can I give you a hug?" And she just shook her head. And I, I went up to her, and she wrapped her arms around me, and she just cried. Yeah. And that's what she needed. She needed
1: to get rid of some and of after that.
0: After that, she was never ever mean to me again. Yeah. So sometimes it's just that little act of showing somebody that you care. Yeah. Because they're going through so much as a caregiver for somebody that they love. Mm-hmm. And. People who have not gone through that don't get it. So yeah, try to try to remember that.
1: Well, I don't beat myself up over it. Don't I? Don't definitely don't. At the time, I did.
0: Stephanie wouldn't.
1: No, don't. no, she she wouldn't. But at the time, I did. And um, I mean, sometimes I, I I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Sometimes look back with regret at my own actions and my own words.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um. But yeah I gotta I gotta I do understand that it was a stressful time and I had reached my limits. I was during a lot of that time, I was remodeling a house and working a 50 hour a week minimum job to, 50 to 60 hours a week, and then coming home and trying to find a way to get her healthy. And um, and
0: that was your goal was to get her healthy.
1: And that and make sure that there was food on the table, too. Yeah. You know, it, it was
0: it's a, that's a lot. And that
1: there was a place to put the table, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to worry about yeah. the, the, the housing, the food and uh, and taking care of
0: a roof over the head and food on wealth. the table. And I'm grateful. And yeah. So it's those little things that I think and it's funny because I've I've heard it more often since I've been you know we've done this and i started the group a year ago is just finding the things to be grateful for yeah and sometimes just finding those things to be grateful for yeah is the is the little bit you need right to get you through that day and to help you move
1: the gratefulness part
0: the gratefulness i'm sensing a theme I don't know, but it somehow works. <laughs> it does. Ten grateful things, or at least five in the morning and five at night when you're feeling down. You know, my I found out my Ireland trip was canceled.
1: I know. I'm sorry about that. A,
0: that was really hard. I didn't think I was going to take that as hard as I did. Yeah. I actually cut out of the group before it was even done Talk. You know, they were still talking. I. I was so upset. I just had to get, I was moved out a whole entire year. So after Courtney passed away, one of the biggest things that I decided that I wanted to do was try to travel and do those things that we had said we were going to do. And I yeah. said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do this stuff and I'm going to do this because I've worked my butt off my whole life. Yeah. I've lost a kid. I've lost my partner. I've lost my parents. And if I can't go do these things to make myself happy and to fulfill some things, what what was my purpose? Right. So, you know, I went out and got got my visa mm-hmm. and booked this Ireland-Scotland trip for 14 days. Oh, was I looking forward to that date. I had that circled in yellow, like yeah. a bullseye. And then COVID hit. Yep. And I got pushed a year. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I have to wait a whole year. Yeah. And then we had <laughs> our meeting on Friday. Uh, And I was doing Hail Marys, and I'm not even Catholic. (laughs) And they said it was pushed out another year, and I just started leaking. Mm. I could have watered a whole garden. Yeah. I was so upset. And it was not because I didn't get to go on the trip. It was because what I had done and what I had, you know, the fact that that it took a lot of strength to do that. Oh, yeah. To go get my visa, to plan a trip alone mm-hmm. without anybody I know. Yeah. You know, even though it was in a group, that was a lot. It was a big step for me. So yeah. it was my first step. And my first step that I took has been pushed back two years now. Yeah. So I keep thinking, okay, so what do I do now. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'm probably going to have to make another little trip somehow, somewhere during that time cuz I'm not gonna I'm not going to cancel my time off. I need some time off. Right. But I have to figure out something else to do not quite as expensive as a 14-day Ireland Scotland trip that I already paid for, so Right. Um
1: well you've got a lot of the United States that you have yet to see. I do. I'll but come I, up with a list for you of places I, that you need to go. I want to go
0: somewhere tropical.
1: Oh, you. Okay. The and US there, the US Virgin Islands.
0: That would be good. Yeah. Uh Jamaica Munch. You should do a little
1: uh, Bahama tour. Oh
0: yeah. I've never been to the Bahamas.
1: Yeah.
0: Anywhere that's open, let me know, people. <laughs> <laughs> because seems like the only place that I wanted to go is closed.
1: That is, uh, Ireland there's, is there's, it? That's...
0: The, the, well, there's I don't know. Yeah. But from what it's they were I accidentally had come in on the Costa Rica trip talk when i came in on the zoom yeah so they're getting all prepared for their costa rica trip
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i'm
0: like oh exciting
1: costa rica
0: yeah costa rica i'm like costa rica's
1: cool just Just transfer it over to costa rica i've been to costa rica it's pretty
0: no i'll just pay for
1: that on my own okay
0: i don't want to ruin that trip because it's going to be so amazing that i thought about it yeah but you have to find somebody to replace you that wants to replace you i
1: I don't understand that. Oh, yeah. It's really not on you. It's really, it's not on you. It shouldn't be on you. So
0: what they said basically is, you know, we don't just have this money sitting in a bank account. They should. When we pay these for these trips, we pay for them. And that money goes towards those trips and all the things that we have set up. So that's why they have to book it at the same time because those trips or everything that they had set up like the rafting and everything is at that time of year and if they were to change it to a different time of year it would change everything i don't know i don't know so (laughs) i'm making a skeptical face one more year of my life has to go by before i can go Um,
1: well hopefully they stay in business Mm -hmm. all the all these places that they've prepaid i
0: didn't
1: want
0: to Talk about it, just because right. I was too upset to even
1: talk. Understandable.
0: So, there's that.
1: That well, was
0: that was my weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough weekend. Well,
0: it's a little bit
1: rough. Well, hopefully the hopefully the coming week is a lot healthier and happier for you, and uh, everybody out there. I hope every everybody has a happy, healthy week coming forward.
0: I had a happy day the next morning. Good. It was kind of amazing, you know. Some people. You know, I said one thing, you know, how it was kind of sad that I didn't get to go on my trip. And I couldn't... I was kind of amazed by some of the crappy comments just by a couple people
2: oh, that I, I deleted that. on there. Uh,
0: kind of made me delete them. And they're like, well, what do you think about all this now? And especially because you're a nurse. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything?
1: Yeah, people are crappy sometimes. They're dumb-dumbs. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I was fine the next day. Went out karaoke and Found my happiness. And I get to go to Ireland in a year. Good. I'll be well
1: prepared. That's a wonderful way of looking at it.
0: And I'll be nice and toned and (laughs) beautiful. My skin will catch up to my non-muscles. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No. Uh, No, Oh, shoot.
1: I got to climb on a treadmill someday soon here. I'm starting to fatten up.
0: I got to get brown, too. It makes the cellulite look better. Oh, is that the way that works? Yeah. And wedges, you know, makes elongates your fat. So wedges and (laughs) tan and we're good to
1: go. Wedge sandals? Yeah. Okay.
0: They make you look better.
1: Well, good. All right. Um, I think.
0: uh, So next week.
1: Next week. Next
0: week we've got um, Ryan coming.
1: Oh, good, good. Very good. Ryan's coming
0: next week and Ryan is a very new widow. He is, you know, actually, I'm really proud of him. He's doing, taking some steps to really help himself. Good. And those are things that I want him to discuss and talk about because, well, he's right there in the middle of it. So he's the best to explain that. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that.
1: Well, I, I think uh, you're doing a nice thing for him, being a, a, a good listening friend, a, a good uh Sounding board, I guess is the word I'm looking for, but someone to sit there and listen to him and
0: when I give him some get advice, on there, so I'm not always on my, when I'm, you know, when you're available message, I'm like, I'm sorry. I missed That it. it was like five hours ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm here yeah. when I'm done working. So,
1: well, um, I, I look forward to meeting him in person. Um, and, uh, Anybody else wants to share, please let us know. You can email us at grief to gratefulness podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can also comment on whatever forum you're uh, listening to our podcast through either on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm going to see about uh, expanding to other platforms. I know that uh, stitcher is uh, is a good one I've used before for other podcasts that I've had and um, I found out that there's also a Amazon podcast yeah. service. And also,
0: so. don't be afraid to let people know about, about our show. It doesn't have to be anybody who's lost someone. Yeah. This is really about recognizing life and death and just understanding it all and understanding people.
1: Yeah. Getting, so. getting through it, moving forward. And I
0: think we're kind of funny.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. think yeah, you are.
0: Sometimes we're a little deep, but <laughs> we can we can make yeah.
1: Depth depth with a little bit of humor is probably a good thing.
0: Yeah. I think so. <laughs> so yeah, let let our let your friends know, see what they think. And if you have anything you wanna say or, or you wanna talk us to talk about, like Mike said, you can always call in um and talk with us too. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yep.
1: All right, well thank you everybody. Have a good week and we'll talk to you soon. how do you say it in J- Japanese? Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa? I don't know. I don't, I've done. I probably just had a cuss word. Uh, you may have.
0: I don't, okay. Good night everybody. Thank you for joining us. Good.
1: Wait, it, I was going to say good night but you weren't done, go ahead.
0: You know, you know I can go on forever. Right and ever. <laughs> good night, good evening, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye.